Hey there, it's Read Along Storytime with Bryson and Victoria, Daddy and Mommy. Daddy's the new one and also Mojo. And today we're going to read a story called The Terrible Thing That Happened at Our House. Story by Marge Blaine. What's the, the um, terrible thing? I guess we're going to find out. That's part of the story, right? So let's get started. Let's get started. My mother used to be a real mother. In the mornings, when my brother and I left for school, she'd kiss us and wave goodbye. Have a nice day, darling. Be good, honey, she'd say as we went to the door. When we, came, when we came home for lunch, we'd have toasted cheese sandwiches or tuna on a bun, then chocolate pudding or a cupcake for dessert with sprinkles. After school, she'd listen to us tell about who got punched in the stomach or what happened to Abby on the stairs or how the teacher yelled when I dropped my box of colored markers all over the floor. Then she'd pour us a glass of milk and give us a snack. I'm not sure what she would give for snack, but she would give a snack in the afternoon. Afterwards, we'd go outside or have friends come and play at our house. My mother always had time to read to us and help us make things and take us to the park. But then something terrible happened to change all of that. What? My mother went back to being a science teacher. She said it was important work. I always thought that taking care of us was pretty important, but she said that we could do a lot more for ourselves than we did. That's when everything began to be different. In the mornings, we had to rush around making our own beds and cleaning the table because my mother was busy getting ready to leave too. We even had to find our own underwear and socks. Do you have to find your own underwear and socks? Yes or no? No. I'm sure you could find it if you needed to though, right? Would you know where to find your underwear? Yeah. Yeah. We had to eat lunch in school because there was no one home at lunchtime anymore. I do not like eating lunch in school. The lunchroom smells like fish or frankfurters. And all that yelling gave me a headache. After school, instead of listening to us the way she used to, my mother would say, I need a few minutes to clear my head, kids. I've had a really tough day. And once, when I told her how the teacher kept me at recess just because I sharpened my pencil three times during math, she said, you must have been annoying her, dear, instead of being on my side. My father used to be a real father, too. He'd come home from work and say, hi, everybody, what's for dinner? 
Then he'd listen to my brother and me talk while we washed up and changed. He told us things about his office or what happened on the way to work. When we finished eating dinner, he'd clear the table while my brother and I did our homework or watched TV. And later, maybe he'd have time for a game. My father used to read us stories every night before we went to bed. And on Saturdays, he always took us to the garage with him. And we'd watch while he got gas for the car and had the oil changed or the spark plugs cleaned. But that's all different now, too. My father began coming home with packages from the supermarket. I'll get dinner tonight, he'd say. And then he'd tell us we were having frozen salmon croquettes or meatballs and wine sauce. I do not like salmon croquettes and meatballs and wine sauce. They smell like what we have for lunch in school. Yuck! My brother and I had to clear the table after dinner while my father did the dishes with my mother. Sometimes he did them all by himself while she marked tests or planned tomorrow's lesson in the living room. And half the time he didn't read us stories because he was too busy helping to fold laundry. I tried reading to my brother, but he picked boring books and asked ridiculous questions. My mother had the car serviced at a place near her school, so we never got to go to the gas station with my father anymore. My parents said we were all much happier now. Then, one night at dinner, when my brother kept talking and talking and no one was really listening to him, or even heard me when I asked for some more milk, I got mad. I got so mad, I started yelling. No one cares anymore in this house. No one listens. No one helps you. No one even passes the milk when you need it. What happened to the dinner table? It's all coming down. It's all coming down. It's all falling over. All the stuff's flying off the table, right? Why? Because she's angry and hitting and throwing it all. Everyone stopped and looked at me. My mother said, oh, you poor thing, and came and put her arms around me. My father said, what's bothering you, sweetheart? And my brother passed me the milk. I told them how I couldn't stand all this rushing around every morning, and how I really didn't like eating lunch in school, and how no one had had time to hear what happened to me during the day, and how I was sick and tired of missing stories and talks and games and everything. My parents really listened this time, and then they said, well, let's see what we can do. They decided that if we all got up a little bit earlier and my father left for work a little bit later, we could get out in the morning without so much rushing. My mother asked Louisa, who lives next door, if we could eat lunch at home with her kids. She said, sure, except on Fridays when she goes for her allergy shots. And Ellen, our babysitter, began to come for an hour after school. Now my mother has a little bit of time to herself for clearing her head or reading the mail or doing a wash. Some afternoons, we help to dust or just pick up. Then she feels more like making things with us or walking to the park.
My brother and I said that we could fold the laundry so my father would have time to read us the story. The socks don't always come out right, but we're getting better. We take turns choosing what to have for supper. Sometimes I go to the supermarket with my father, and my mother is teaching my brother and me how to make hamburgers, the plain kind. And after we clean up the kitchen and get our work done, most nights there's still time to play a game or talk together. So what did they start do? What did the kids start doing that helped the family? Waking up early. Waking up earlier and doing jobs, right? The kids started doing jobs instead of having mommy and daddy do it all for them. Things aren't so terrible at our house anymore. I guess they're a real mother and father after all. Mother and father after all. All right, so what is the main point of what we're trying to read here? What was the terrible thing that happened? Um, that, um, it's stuff changed. How did stuff change? What's the reason the stuff changed? What did the mom do? back to work she started working as a science teacher so she didn't have time for only her kids right so then all of a sudden every it think her mom their daddy and mommy were having to do all the stuff and then what made it better waking up early waking up early and the kids doing jobs, jobs. what kind of jobs do you do um working dog care Make my bed, laundry, set the table, read a book Good. to someone. Good. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining, for joining us. us. Have a nice night.